All right, all right, all right. Welcome to episode 54 of Rolling with the Barons. I'm your host, head coach of the Brooklyn Barons, Roland Woods. The Brooklyn Barons are a franchise with the Relocation Football League, or the RFL. To find out more about the RFL, you can go to www.relocationfootballleague.com. There it will link you to all the latest news, the latest notes, the latest stats. Uh, and if you like what you see and you're interested in uh, joining the league, man, and I'll also link you to the player application, and you can start your journey through the college series. All right. Uh, most importantly, it will link you to our socials. You can watch our games on YouTube at uh, Relocation Football League. Uh, you can get to Twitter, RFL underscore Sim underscore League. If you're on Instagram, uh, Relocation underscore Football underscore League, man, just search RFL, search Relocation Football League, every social media, you'll find us, all right? And just in case you're not already doing it, you can also follow your Barons on Twitter and on IG at Barons RFL. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I kind of wanted to. Uh, I kind of wanted to knock this pot out yesterday, man. But I've been a little under the weather, man. I've been a little under the weather. You feel me? I won't even call it under the weather. I'll say sick because it's it's the green snot. You know, whenever it's the green snot, it's serious. You feel me? So, but I feel like this is the last day. I feel like this is the last day. But because we're actually playing a premier game, I definitely wanted to. Give my honest opinion before I can see the results. Uh, obviously, we pre-record those. All right, so uh, this week we'll be facing uh, Orlando Wizards. I want to say we're going to be at home for this game as well. So I, I want to say, yeah, we'll be hosting the Orlando Wizards in, uh, in Brooklyn. Uh, two teams both looking to bounce back. Uh, we both came out week one. Uh, I guess my L was more so... Expected, you feel me? We lost to the Thunderbirds. Uh, they came out and lost to a team uh, in the Elks that most uh, most people have written off, man. So it kind of opened some eyes. I, I, I would say not only for the league, but for the Wizards because uh, obviously as we move forward, some changes were made. Uh, some changes were made on our side as well. Uh, I think we both kind of feel like this would be a measuring uh, stick for our team's uh, maybe more so him than me. Uh, I think coming into this matchup, he feels that he should be us or the Wizards should be us. I guess on paper, you should feel that way too. Uh, but me coming into this game, I feel like we should be them. You feel me? I feel like this is a a, a very, uh, what's the word, uh, favorable opponent uh, for us. As far as the teams that we usually face, man, I feel like this is a good opportunity for us to come out and show that we're not, I guess you would say, tanking, not expecting to lose. Like, we're coming out here trying to compete, man. And uh, being in a team like the Wizards would be a good way to get our season rolling, uh, especially the bounce back. They are a playoff team. Uh, Consistently been a playoff team for, uh, what, maybe five of their seven seasons so far. You feel me? I don't know. I know it's been a consistency, man. They were one of those teams who was once touted with 
uh, the Explorers and the Thunderbirds. They might have been the Explorers before the Explorers, man. I, I, I don't know. They're up there, man. So it's always a team that you have to take serious, man. It's always a formidable foe. You feel me? And a great way to measure your team and uh, how you can see yourself moving forward, man. Uh, so it's definitely a game that we are are, are looking forward to, man. And it's definitely been a, a a lot of smack talk, man, a lot of smack talk. I definitely remember uh, Coach Romo coming out and saying that we're basically going to get third pick again. You feel me? Top three pick again. Uh, he did come out with the prediction against the Thunderbirds to say we will lose 30 to three. Uh, he was only off by three points. You feel me? And it's not necessarily because we couldn't move the ball. We just didn't get into the end zone when we needed to get into the end zone. But that's neither here nor there, man. That's neither here nor there. So it's going to be, there's a little bit of, there's a little bit of, I don't want to say tension, man, but there's a little bit of rivalry here. I definitely want to. I definitely want to run the Wizards in the ground, if I'm being honest with you. Like, I want to come up here and put up 50 and hold y'all to nothing if it was up to me. You feel me? But, hey, man, team score, bro. But, hey, that's not the that, – I, I, I didn't come out here with that immature. I wanted to run it up on them approach. You feel me? I still came out here and said, as a team, what do we need to do in order to be efficient and effective in this game? If we win by one point, I don't care if we won. You feel me? That's all that matters to me. So, uh, I'm not gonna lie though. It's taking a lot. It's taking a lot. Not to be a little, not, not to be a little chippy. Not to be a little talkative. You feel me? Because I am who I am. I am who I am. But I'm mature, man. I'm, I'm growing up. I'm understanding that I need to be a better example, man. I need to be a better example. So I'm not just gonna talk. Talk all the trash that I want to talk. You feel me? At least not to teams. I, I might to the coaches and the coaches' lounge, man. But I'm not gonna come out here and start ostracizing players and all that like I would have in the past. As much fun as that is, you feel me? Being a quote unquote active community member, I, I, I'm a dial it back. I'm a dial it back. But uh, so though they have made some changes to their playbook, this ain't rolling with the Wizards. We're not gonna talk about what they're doing. Uh, we have made some changes to our playbooks as well. Uh, at first, it was initially just the defense. Uh, we twisted the defense from the Panthers' defense to uh, the Broncos' defense. Uh, we weren't getting the pressure that we wanted, man, from the book, uh, from the Panthers' book. Not how we originally planned on getting it or thought we would from what we've seen in the tape, man. So uh, we had to move forward. Uh, it was putting too much of a liability. Like, we may have been getting a little bit of the run game or the, the run aspect from it, the run defense. But overall, we did make stops, man, but we weren't as aggressive as I, as I would have liked us to be in that book. So uh, we had to make a change. Uh, so, again, we ended up changing to the Broncos defense. Uh, I feel like it's a defense that's very stout in the run game by itself before you really scheme towards it. Uh, and then it allows us to be more aggressive in the passing game. Uh, I did see a, a significant amount of jump routes, but that was before the Madden update. So I don't know how things are going to look considering that. Uh, I don't think it would be too big of a deal. You feel me? But, hey, who knows? We'll see. You see, I'm very confident in the play style of the book. I feel like it puts our best players in position to make their best plays, man, that have the best uh, outcome for our team. Uh, 
it's gonna be a, it's gonna be more speed. It's gonna be less. It's gonna be less. Uh, less weight up front. It's not gonna be as heavy up front because we are going back to the two four. You feel me? But I do like the way that the splits kind of balance each other out with a lot of books you see a lot of dropping back too much dropping back from the linebackers other books you see too much over pursuit too much stepping up i think this just gives us a good balance of both uh i've really been thinking about uh what smitty said man and just coming to grips with that we are not the defense of uh two years ago man it's just making the strides that i feel like we need to make to regain that prestige you feel me? So, uh, hopefully it leads to more picks. Uh, we know the Wizards as a team who would like to throw it. Uh, no disrespect to their run game. You feel me? We just know that's not usually their priority. Now, I won't say that it won't be a focus. You feel me? I'm pretty sure they'll try to get that going, especially with the changes that they made. But <coughs> I feel that luckily uh, that change, their offensive change is – one that I'm familiar with is also a book that I teetered with, so I felt like I could have a decent understanding of it, man, and what I may expect coming into this game. So I feel a little comfortable. I feel a little confident. Uh, it is what it is. But I feel like uh, our secondary is the key to our defense, and we want to make sure they're uh, making the money. <coughs> Excuse me again. That they're making the money that they're uh, supposed to be making. You feel me? And uh, while we're on that topic, man, speaking of money, uh, we did make some uh, very, very key, uh, I guess, we re-signed some very, very key people, man. Uh, hold on, let me pull it up so I can get the exact amount. Uh, uh, two big keys on defense that I was worried about if we were going to get them in. Uh, but the contracts were a little... Uh, a little less expensive than I thought, man, and I'm very, very happy for that, especially after I, uh, well, hold on, let me go through it. Uh, give me a second to load the PlayStation app. I didn't save the pictures to my phone. I just sent them to myself. Let me so, all right, boom, loading, loading. Bam, here we go. No, I don't want to report the message. I'm going to open the message up. Come on, phone. Let's go, all right, bam. The Barons have re-signed cornerback Damari Sparks to a six-year, $51.6 million contract. I'm ecstatic, bro. I'm ecstatic, bro. I'm ecstatic, bro. Like, I love Sparks, bro. I love Sparks. Like, I know I hype other players on the team, bro. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. But I love Sparks, bro. I think maybe out of all my first-year draft picks, he might be the favorite one. He might be my favorite one, man. I feel like his production has been the most observable, man. Like, it's 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 records of it. It's stats, man. He's been put up against some of the toughest receivers in this league, bro, from the C.J. Robinsons, from the London Lions, from the Romeo Jacksons, the Roland Woods, bro. And I feel like more than not, he has held his own, bro. He has held his own. Uh, this is with, I don't want to say limited training, bro, but, like, I don't like the super, super, super boost guys into their sign, bro. Like, 
I need to see how you play as how you are, bro. And from the gate, bro, he's just been a guy out the gate who just did what he had to do, bro. Always played above his overall. And uh, we are he's the guy that we are happy to have back, bro. He's the guy that we're happy to have back uh, six years. Uh, so he'll be about, I guess, 28 when the time this contract comes up again. And then we'll go back and revisit it, man, and see if we want to bring him back, let him finish out his career, if we can afford it, depending on how he plays, man. But uh, I'm very, very excited, man. I'm very, very excited about that move. Uh, our second move on defense, uh, we were able to re-sign defensive tackle Mara Rivers to a three-year, $27.9 million contract, which to us is a steal, bro. That's a steal. From the contracts that I've been looking around the league, seeing, bro, what I expected to pay uh, for this man, bro, that that is a steal. Uh, we've had this guy on a trade block, just not anticipating what it would take to sign him, the expectation, and then just seeing what it actually came down to, bro, and uh, what it took to make both sides happy. And this is what the player-friendly deal. We kind of gave him more. You feel me? He did only want the two-year contract, and that's 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 hard to deal with for somebody who's only 20, what, 22, 23? Wait, he, this is a young guy, bro. This is a young guy. And for him the only one to commit short short term, of course, bro, that's 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 an L you don't want to have to take. But for the price that he's willing to do it, uh, I'm all in, bro. I'm all in. Uh, so now we can kind of build him up a little bit, see how he grows, trying to uh, elevate his, his passing, uh, his pass rush game. A lot more, trying to get a lot more impact out of his run game. Sorry, which we feel, I feel that'd be key this game, man, is again, getting some impact out of his run game, man. We need him to be at his best. We need him to get it done, bro. We need him to be shadow blocks again in the backfield. Uh, Making plays, bro. Uh, A luxury of a lot of teams in this league is when you can have one guy maybe one or two guys allow you to make a team one-dimensional, bro. And we just are trying to find that guy at each level of our defense. We feel Cheese can be that guy to make a team one-dimensional. All right, we feel like Nolan Carroll can grow to be a guy who can make a team one-dimensional. And we feel like Ethan King is a guy that in the right position can make a team one-dimensional, bro. And it's just about that 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 straight line, man. That spine, the backbone of the defense, man. Just strengthening that, bro. And uh, I think we took a really, really great step with Cheese, bro. Happy about that. All right. And then our last signing, uh, we did a one-year deal, uh, worth about two million dollars. Uh, signing uh, former Lancer safety Sean Carter. Uh. He's a guy that we feel like can come in and fill a role for us that we've been looking to fill. Uh, we had uh, a couple seasons back, Alonzo Barry, uh, who we had, and he was a lower overall safety. He might have been like a, maybe like a 69, 70 tops, bro. But he did his job. He had, I want to say 84 speed, 84 acceleration. Like, he wasn't the fastest guy, but he had, like, 78 man coverage, 78 zone coverage, and uh, awareness and uh, play rack to just not look stupid, bro. And he shut tight ends down, bro. He shut tight ends down. Like, it might not have been to the point to where, like, they were going catchless, but it was enough that he was not allowing them to be an impact player in the game. 
And we feel like with the way our defense needs to move in order for us to get back to uh, that ball hawking defense that we were, bro, making those plays, uh, we have to do a better job of taking away the easy reads for our guys. Uh, we think having Ethan King in that strong safety uh, position, playing a little lower, bro, roaming around. Uh, we have Nolan Carroll over the middle, bringing a boom, rolling around. And then we bring in a guy like Sean Carter who has the speed and has the 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 awareness to play right, you feel me, and enough coverage that he can stick with most of these tight ends, bro, and kind of just take him out of the game. Uh, we, we feel like he will have some ball hawking uh, skills for us. As far as I remember, he was one of the top pick guys on the Lancers last season. Uh, so that's something that we're definitely looking to bring into our uh, defensive back room. Uh, and then he also brings that mentorship that we can add to uh, Rubio, that we can add to Jacola, even add to King with him being still a younger guy, bro. Uh, having those kind of guys. So now we have three older guys in the room with uh, Hayden, uh, Hayden Harold. We got TC, Trent Christian, and now we got uh, Sean Carter, man. And uh, we're attacking the ball, man. Pause, you feel me? But we come out to, we, we plan to come out to be ball hawks, man. And uh, we're out losing too much run defense, bro. I understand that the league is, pass happy right now, man. The league is pass happy right now, but you still need to be able to defend all all, all facets of the game, bro, even now special teams. And we just think he's the guy who will get in and make an impact for us, bro, and help lead us to uh, levels that we are trying to get to, man. Uh, so very, very happy about all those all those uh all those acquisitions, all those signings or re-signings, man, I think it had a big impact for us moving into the future, bro. Uh, not just this season. Well, maybe not so much Carr going into the next season. I think Carr would be a this-year impact, bro, to help us make moves. Uh, but going into the next season in the future with Sparks and, and Cheese, bro, it gives you a lot of confidence. So I'm happy about that. Uh, we got one guy left on offense that uh, we really, really, really want to sign, and Marcus Young, but that hasn't opened up yet, and he looks like a guy that we'll be able to squeeze into. <coughs> <coughs> so we, we're happy about that. All right, and uh, since we're talking about offense, uh, we also re-signed uh, – hold on, let me go back to it. I said I'm going to close it. Uh, we also re-signed guard Patrick Wynn. Let's see if I can pull up his contract real quick. I need to open this ginger ale. Let me open this ginger ale because my voice box acting like it ain't never worked before. Hmm. All right, back. Thank you. I appreciate you sticking through that. My bad. Anyway, Patrick Wayne, we resigned to a, a two-year SL.4 million dollar contract. For us, that's a steal. I think he's a highly run, underrated guard, one of the best run blocking guards in the entire league. You feel me? Highly underrated. Uh, he is a little older in age, but to still hold, get him at that uh, this price uh, for his production. Uh, and not expecting too much regression over these next couple of years because he, I think he may be 29. You feel me? But uh, offensive linemen, if they're productive, they usually don't start regressing until like 30, 31. So I still feel like we'll get some great, great play. And from where he's regressing from with his speed, with his uh, blocking ability, 
Uh, even if it knocks him down from being great, he'll still be really, really good. Uh, whew, excuse me. I'm sorry about that. So, yeah, definitely happy about that signing. Uh, definitely happy about that signing. All right. And then that goes back into uh, us on offense. We did change our book. Uh, we changed from the Chargers uh, to the Commanders. Uh, I just did a, I did a lot of testament with it, man. And I just love the way from the direction that we're trying to go with this team. Uh, I like the way it played, man. Uh, we've been trying our best to keep a traditional balanced offense. I think there are a few teams left like us. I was just talking to, uh, coach back about this earlier, man. It's, it's still a few teams who come out running that fullback, man, uh, playing that old school power football. Uh, and that's something that we wanted to come out and do. Uh, but And we felt like with this book, we can still come out and play our game without falling behind the times. I still think there are some good uh, passing concepts in this uh, playbook that really, 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 really shine. You feel me? And uh, I feel like we can consistently and effectively move the, the ball. You feel me? I feel like it's a very balanced attack. Not only... Uh, how we attack, but where we attack. I think the the run game does a great job of attacking all of the gaps and not just running in the middle or not just running outside. I think it's very good and very balanced in that. I think the passing game is very balanced. It's not just throwing it short or throwing it intermediate or just throwing it deep. Like, we don't have to get by off or a bunch of uh, big shots. Uh, this is a very, very good take what the defense gives you type of book. And I think for uh, – the players that we have, man, that that's a good scheme. Uh, we're definitely trying to keep Brinker out of as much trouble as possible, but uh, we want to also set him up for success for the things that he does and likes to do. Uh, now we can scheme around these things, but we also understand with certain guys, some guys are system guys, man, and some guys are our system guys. Uh, and we'll just say Brinker is more of a non-system guy, man. He might understand what's going on, but he's definitely he's going to go off schedule, man. And we just feel like even when things go off schedule in this book, the opportunities are usually maybe 75, 25 more so than 50, 50. Uh, we'll still be relying on Brinker's execution, but uh, we feel like it gives him, it gives him enough balance, not only between the past choices, but like the run choices. Uh, yeah. The run choices when they're called, uh, the type of runs that they are, man, it just keeps things balanced. Uh, you might even see a little bit of him running, uh, <coughs> which we think is a facet of the game that we're still going to have to use. We're still going to have to use him running. So uh, you may see him scramble for a couple yards. Uh, we'll see how that goes, man. But uh, I'm really, really happy about it. Uh, we'll work with it for a few weeks moving forward because I don't want to just be switching back and forth books. It's unfortunate that the update happened after the test week. But uh, from what I say, man, I'm I'm happy, man. I'm happy. And if things are just supposed to open this book up more, then I can't wait to see how much more opens it, it gets because I'm 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 very content with a lot of the play calling. It'll just come down to our execution, man, and uh, me game planning this game correctly. <clears throat> All right. Now, usually, usually I wouldn't want to go into the game plan. Uh, but since this is a premier game, uh, I will go into it. Like, I, I know that uh, me and uh, Rumble have both schemed for the game. We had previously prepared to record this game before I recorded this podcast today. 
Uh, that's why I was trying to record it yesterday, but with the update, it got us an additional day. Uh, and I was feeling a lot worse, so it probably wouldn't have been the best podcast anyway. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm aware that we've both planned, so I don't feel like I'm giving away the secret talking about it now. So I'll say that uh, on uh, offense, we're going to be coming with uh, we're going to be coming with more of a short game approach. Uh, and the reason for this is because I feel like it makes the book the most balanced because this book is so. Uh, this book has been so heavy with the other areas that would like to throw the ball to. Uh, so I feel like it should give us a balanced passing attack without taking away uh, too much of the run. Uh, I also feel like because we went with this last week or the last game, uh, it gave me a better comfort, a uh, better starting point of where to go and where to game plan for things in the future. I And then, Lastly, man, I just felt like against this team, I feel like the best way to attack them is going to be to use our speed. They have a lot of veteran guys, uh, but I do feel like there are some mismatches that uh, we can win uh, due to our speed, due to our youth. Uh, now, they do have some youthful guys out there, too. That secondary is going to be a problem. Uh, they do have a lot of speed. They do have a lot of talent. You feel me? But I just feel like we just have the guys. We just have the scheme, uh, the athletic ability, the skill, man, to just get open and get it done. Uh, I feel like from what I've seen, even though now I know they changed books uh, defensively, I feel like just from their plan of attack, we found a way to we can counter their plan of attack. They seem as like more of a zone team uh, where they will be more effective as a zone team. And we feel like if they move into a man, more of a man scheme, they'll put us at the best advantage. Uh, we hope they do that. Uh, we hope they kind of bring pressure down for us because of the way that we play. Uh, luckily, having a guy like Brinker, man, he'll go off schedule. And if if that's what needs to be done, that's what needs to be done. Uh, so we see how it goes. Uh, I feel like our run game will be a lot more uh, efficient. It would be nice to see can he get 100 yards. Uh, I can say that I've skied with this book and without focusing on the running part of this game uh, and our in the best sim that I had, Kenny was able to get close to 180 yards, and that was off of, like, 24, 25 rushes. I also like that rush count, so I'm very, very happy to see if we can keep that balance. I think we can attack them on the ground. Uh, if we use a lot of quick hit and runs, man, quick blocks, get to the second level, man, I think we could be very, very efficient and effective on the ground. Keep things balanced, man, and kind of have them all over the place. We don't want to give them any opportunity to make any really big plays. Okay? And then uh, when we switch over to the other side of the ball and we talk about uh, the defense, uh, we saw Leo come out and uh, throw the ball around, man, throw the ball around. Uh, now, I would actually say that we plan for their previous book. I think their their, their previous book was a more pass-heavy book, as you saw from Leo putting up close to 400 yards that first game. Uh, so we came out and said, hey, we're going to attack this passing level. Uh, we decided to attack medium passing. Uh, we felt like that he was consistently hitting those shorter passes, but they were consistently 
I guess you could say falling short. None of them really broke open, led to a lot of uh, extra yards after the catch. So we feel like if we can kind of limit things and keep things underneath of us, keep them out of the end zone, uh, we'll do all right, man. Uh, we'll do all right. I noticed that a lot of their big, a lot of their points, a lot of their plays really came off those big splash plays, man. And we can keep that to a limit. And hey, now I see they're moving. To another book, but I feel like a lot of those same concepts. <coughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to fight through this. I see that a lot of the same concepts are still present. So hopefully uh, we can still take the same approach uh, and have the same result. Uh, we want turnovers. Three would be nice. Uh, we try to set that as the minimum. Uh, we want we want sacks, pressure on the quarterback. Three would be nice. Uh, we're trying to make that the minimum, bro. We're trying to make that the standard. Uh, I think this will just be another week of us fighting for that goal. Uh, I think we have some very very good or key matches matchups to watch. I think we'll have to watch uh, how they use those running backs out of the backfield because we do expect uh, Leo to do a lot of passing. Uh, so how they use those running backs out of the backfield and the matchups that we have on them, especially with a guy like J.C. Johnson that they uh, sneak in. You feel me? A dual threat guy. Uh, somebody who's sneaky good and you definitely have to watch. Uh, the tight end matchup with Funches. Uh, definitely don't want to give away any free yards, have any big plays coming from that guy, so we want to keep him to a minimum. We kind of want to force everything out to the receivers, man, and then believe in our guys one-on-one. Uh, a big matchup is going to be Bowman versus Acosta. Uh, I know Bowman was kind of hesitant playing t- when I talked about him playing the slot a couple years ago, man. But I think now that he's here with the team, that he's on the lead, in the league and he's seeing the type of receivers he's going to be facing week to week in that slot position. The slot position is no slouch. No slouch. So he's going to be facing Sean Acosta. And that's just primarily. I know we're going to see Hodge. I know we're going to see. Uh, Flores, man, and Funches. Like, it's going to be a lot of moving around in that slot. And he's, he's going to have his uh, work cut up for him, too. There's a lot of quick, fast guys, bro. A lot of quick, fast guys. It's going to be about timing. It's going to be about patience. It's going to be about reading those routes. Uh, but Bowman can have a big day. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Sorry. But Bowman can definitely have a, a big day. Bowman can definitely have a big day, and hopefully he does, man. It'd be nice to see him get his first career interception, especially if it's a pick six, because I think the setup, he, he'll have a lot of opportunities at pick sixes uh, and his defense, uh, which we need. We try to get more points from our defense. Uh, so that's definitely the matchup we're going to watch, man. That might be the matchup every week, man. Who is Tyler Bowman guarding, bro? Because my man's going to have his work cut out for him, but I believe in him, bro. I believe in my little Baron Cub. I believe in it. Let's go. Let's go, Bo. Yes, sir. All right. But anyway, good luck to the Wizards. Uh, I know Leo listening. Shout out to Leo, my man. Uh, you know, I got to talk a little trash before we get started, but I do wish you luck, man. Uh, I wish you luck uh, with your career outside of the, the game. You feel me? I wish you luck with your career. I hope you go on to great heights, bro. I hope you go on to great heights. All right. Shout out to uh shout out to the Wizards. Shout out to Rummel. You said me, you know, I don't wish you great heights at all. 
You feel me? I wish you the high the height I want you to get is first pick, bro. I want I want you to pick before the black knights. You feel me? That's the goal. So I'm coming out here and trying to run you in the ground. Between between the only person that I want to have a higher pick than you is done. And then at the same time, I don't even want him to get it. You feel me? I don't even want him to get it. They should be like NBA lottery, give him pick thirteen, even though you're probably at a worse record. Feel me? But that's either hit or there. You feel me? That's how we talk about it. End of the day, Saturday, one o'clock, come out as your Brooklyn Bears will be hosting the Orlando Wizards. You feel me? FDR Stadium. All right, aka the Gorilla Den. You feel me? All right. Get your tickets, get your popcorn ready, bro. It's going to be a show, man. It's going to be a show. A lot of young superstars uh, having a chance to really ascend, man, and take that next step, take that next jump, man. I know there'll be a lot of eyes out there, man, so hopefully you put on a good show for you, all right? But unfortunately, I'm going to have to wrap this up. I don't know if I can keep fighting, man. I don't know if I can keep fighting. Uh, yeah, I just start getting ready for work. So, man, but I'm hype, big hype, big, big hype, bro. Week three, hopefully we get up to two and one because our next two games are both division games, bro. So we can't be, we can't be slacking, bro. And everybody else in our division, they got an RFL win by us. So we definitely got to step it up. We can't be slacking because we fought a one and two, man. I don't want to say it's old, but it's kind of old. We can't afford to lose games outside our division. We can't afford to lose games, you feel me, let alone outside our division, man. But we're ready. We're set. We're coming out here, man. We're coming out here ready to put on the show, bro. Ready to put on the show. All right. But as always, I protect the crown. Okay. I earn your stripes. Okay. Gorilla Gang. Hey, I can't even get out like I want to. You feel it, though. You know it's dead. Gorilla Gang. Yes, sir. Sinus Gang. You feel me? Cold Gang. All of that. You feel me? All of that. You feel me? But last but not least, go Barrett.